can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night now. That's how long I've been on ya. Thank you for listening to the Daily Sports Report on 88.3 FM Ann Arbor, where the puck drops here. Let's get lost tonight. You could be my black cake mouse tonight. Pandora's box is a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away oh, I said Pandora's box is a box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have half a mind To leave you babe That means I have half a mind To stay Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. This is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food every Thursday evening at 6.30. And we've got food and culture to talk about this evening. We're going to go to Java later in the show. But first of all, well, we're here in Ann Arbor, really, actually. I'm here with Amy Situ. Hi, Amy. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Wonderful. Well, there's an exciting event coming up this weekend that I'd like to talk about. And your organization is CASA. What does that stand for? Chinese American Society of Ann Arbor. Okay. And CASA sounds like house in Spanish. Right. And also, I was told CASA sounds like the umbrella in Japanese. So CASA, we hope, is a place, is a protective shelter for all people underneath. That sounds good. And as a matter of fact, this weekend, your event is to help some people in need. Yes. We are having the food festival uh, at Washington Community College Garrett's Restaurant at noon to raise money for food gatherers. I hope food gatherers is not a strange uh, organization to our audience well, I will mention that it's a food rescue organization in Washtenaw County, and they've been doing this for um, about 20 years. I'd have to double-check on the exact time, but they've been making sure that people who might not, businesses and people who might not be able to use their food, if they can determine the food is good, perfectly good, then they find a way to redistribute it to people in need. That's right. They send uh, distribute the food to food shout, uh, um, homeless shelters, and uh, subsidized, subsidized housing for people in need. Yeah. Now, this Saturday, from noon to 3 p.m., at Washington Community College, I know that they have a culinary arts department, and so that's very that's fitting. Right. That's for... why they have a, ki- a kitchen and restaurant. Yeah. So uh, tell us about the event, if you would. Well, the event has several parts. The first is the food. Um, we have 15 courses, uh, mostly donated or disc with discount prices from area Chinese restaurants. Fifteen courses. Yes, and then we have a food demonstration. Uh, Chef Jeff is going to demonstrate uh, the dish that is called shrimp sauce over rice crust. Ooh. Yeah, and then rice crust. Then it, Supposedly, he is going to tell us how to make rice crust. (laughs) A rice crust, I'm just trying to imagine that. Well, imagine that when you um, boil rice and something is burned at the bottom of your pot, 
and traditionally that's how it was made the rice crust but now these days we don't do that we specially made rice crust you know from the undesirable to desirable oh okay okay and the third part is to uh, have um, to have door prizes drawing from your tickets now along the way we introduce uh, food gatherers I think the uh, a uh, development uh, manager, Mary Schlitt, is going to talk about food gatherers. And then all the co-sponsor, co-sponsoring organizations will introduce themselves uh, through uh, PowerPoints. Okay. Now, is there a spring roll wrapping yes. demo? Yes, because I, I got intrigued by that, and I said, spring roll wrapping. So. <laughs> well, you know, Spring rolls, people think spring rolls are fried, but this spring roll is not. Oh, okay. All you have to do is put some food and roll it in a wrapper and uh, put some um, peanut uh, powder over it. Mm. Now, for those people who are allergic to peanuts, and then there will be a station that has no peanuts. Okay. So we think about everything. We want to have healthy options, alternative in our food. That's why we're doing a lot of uh, things. We have meat, uh, dumpling, or vegetarian dumpling. So you have a choice. Okay. So how can people find out about ticket prices and where they can get tickets? Well, um, if you haven't uh, bought a ticket, you uh, probably should call me tonight. Okay. <laughs> um, 734-332-0390. Thirty dollars a ticket and twenty dollars tax deductible. But I'm, this is totally donation, so and it's just for information. Okay, and, and that number again. As soon as she gets, we get off the air, of course. So seven three four three three two zero three nine zero. Very good, because if it's on the air, I always get confused when I hear phones ring, and then I I don't know where I am. That's all. I'm just making sure I okay. I always get confused when yes. phones ring when I'm talking. Yeah, I'm too. Well, uh, so Amy, thank you very much for coming by and telling us about this event. The uh, Chinese American Society of Ann Arbor (CASA) is holding this event Saturday from noon to four at Washtenaw Community College. Yes. It's a benefit for food gatherers featuring a 15-course Chinese meal. Yes. Spring roll demonstrations, a raffle drawing, and all that stuff. Come at noon. Okay, by four o'clock, you'll have nothing. Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> good advice. Noon. Yeah. So thank you very much for the opportunity. And also, I would like to say something about this is how we launch the five cooking lessons. Oh. Through March to uh, from March to through June, so this is to tell people that they have an opportunity to take lessons on healthy Chinese cooking uh, from um, March to June at Turner uh, Senior Resource Center on Plymouth Road. Okay. And the the dates are March twenty sixth, April 9th, May tenth. June 14th and June 27th in the evening, all in the evening for the convenience of all people, 7 p.m. to 9.30. And we are going to teach Sichuan cuisine, Shanghai cuisine, Rui rolls making. Well, that will be something you have to figure out. Mm -hmm. You have to come. And then Taiwan cuisine and vegetarian cuisine. Well, keep in touch with us, and and we'll tell people all about the events put on by the... uh, by the Chinese American Society of Ann Arbor, all of these upcoming events. 
Thank you very much for uh, having me here. Well, thank you, Amy. And this is Pandora's Lunchbox. So the food has only just begun. The food and culture has only just begun. That that sounds very exciting this weekend. Also, this weekend, that event is Saturday afternoon. Saturday evening, there is an event that I'm going to tell you about from Java to Ann Arbor in just a moment. So yes, as I was just saying, this is Pandora's Lunchbox. That's what we call this show, a show about food and culture. This Saturday evening, there's going to be an event happening at the Michigan Union Ballroom. Tickets are going fast. They are free tickets, but they're going fast, and I'll tell you more about that in a moment. What's happening is it's going to be a gamelan ensemble and a shadow play, shadow theater. What's this all about? Well, a gamelan ensemble is a group of musicians from Bali or Java, in this case Java, which play a variety of instruments from xylophone to drums to flute, all kinds of instruments with vocals as well. And what's happening? What is this shadow play coming up on Saturday? Well, I talked to Randy Beyer, regular listeners to WCBN May, may remember him very well. He was the host of WCBN's Tsunami Dreams for many years, which was on the weekend. He's also a member of the University of Michigan Gamelon Ensemble. So I chatted with Randy about what's going on this weekend, and our chat went a little something like this. There's a Wyong coming to town this Saturday night uh, with a group of musicians from Java under the direction of uh, Ki Purbo Asmoro, who was a, a dalang or puppeteer, but... Uh, these, uh, these folks like to use the formal words. So instead of puppet play, it's wayang. And instead of puppeteer, it's dalang. And dalang is, a, is an, an expert not only at manipulating the, the small, the puppets, the wayang themselves, but um, telling stories, singing. They have to be classically trained in all kinds of um, music, dance, singing. They're very, they're very talented musicians and storytellers themselves. And he's bringing with him a troupe of people about 10 musicians, and they've, uh, they've been, well, we're the first stop on a tour. So they're going to, I know they're going to Oberlin and other places um, around, I think, the Midwest. It's an interesting theatrical event because it uses a screen. Since it's called Shadow Play, Wyong Theater, it actually has a lamp behind a screen, and the, the puppets are perforated so that they cast an echo, uh, an echo. It's a, a visual echo, <laughs> cast a shadow um, uh, on the screen. And the interesting thing is you can make the puppet go become big by bringing it closer to the light, pulling it away from the screen, or make it become small in uh, uh, actual size, but smaller in shadow size uh, by pulling it right up to the screen. So there's a lot of techniques in terms of, of the theatricality or making something appear larger and also of course as you know when you when you play with shadows all of us have played with shadows with our hand if you 
tilt your hand and and make it at an angle rather than or flush with the, in parallel with the screen, you get a very interesting different effect, almost like a, a vortex kind of effect. So there's lots of things that the puppets can do that are that enliven them. Yeah. So uh, so this screen is very big. I mean, it's 20 feet wide and about 10 feet high, and all the puppets, hundreds of puppets, are lined up. The box is kind of opened in a kind of a ritual manner, and all the puppets are displayed. I'm just th getting over the idea of hundreds of puppets. There are hundreds of puppets, and they all have different characteristics and different different um, theatrical qualities, I guess is the way to put it. Uh, in general, this is a, you know, I'm painting this with a broad brush, but there's the side for good and the side for uh, not good, or <laughs> I'm cautious to say evil, uh, not not to say evil, but yeah, there's a good and evil, and and a good has to overcome evil, but right behavior has to overcome improper behavior. So part of that evil side, if you will, is is people or characters or demons and whatnot who are not fully cooked as people. They're 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 awkward and whatnot, and they're and they're cruel. They can be cruel and wicked, and then the the, the the right side, so to speak, the the side for good, uh, are the heroes who overcome adversity and keep the world sort of level, keep it keep it balanced. And the world is often, in a Wyong story, out of balance. And the uh, the idea is to bring things back to balance. And talking here with Randy Beyer of the University of Michigan Gamelon Ensemble. He's also been a host of WCBN's Tsunami Dreams show. And here on Pandora's Lunchbox, we're learning about a Javanese shadow theater event this Saturday at 8 p.m. at the Michigan Union Ballroom. Required free tickets. Free tickets are required. Actually, let me. It's required. Here we go. Free tickets. It's free, but you have to get tickets. That's what I'm trying to say. They're available from the Michigan Union Ticket Office, and you should check their hours and make sure that these things are still available just to make sure that you can go there. But that's Saturday at 8 p.m. at the Michigan Union Ballroom. And we're going to hear a little bit of Wayang here. Just to hear a little touch of what it sounds like, just for a moment here. Sekarang awal langgeng tita ulun ger pandu madrib ojo tido tido tumuli nyemplung kawah condro di muko. That's an excerpt from a Wayang, and it's going to be performed in the language of Java, Javanese, with English supertitles. 
this Saturday with shadow puppets. It's a whole epic story. And again, I talked to Randy Beyer about that, and he has a little more information of what it's all about. There are men and women, Dalang, but this particular man, Kipurbo Asmoro, um, is, um, uh, comes from a family of, of puppeteers, uh, and I think um, uh, this is actually something that happens uh, still in Java. Families pass down the traditions to each other. Uh, there are also other musicians who work very closely. Uh, Dalangs have troops to go with them because after a while you get to know each other's musical rhythms and also storytelling uh, tricks and whatever. And and there's a there's a synergy, of course, when you're trying to keep everybody in time and tempo. There's no conductor, per se, it, musically. The conductor is the dalong telling the story, and he has various percussion uh, effects. He knocks on a box, for instance. He has a set of plates that he p- taps with his feet, plus the story and what's going on in the tale. Uh, but he'll give a signal for different, uh, different songs. Oftentimes, the dalongs will create a poetic kind of metaphor and that means let's play this song next so the title that it re- refers to the title of a song um uh so for instance there's a there's a piece called falling flowers or beautiful flowers falling uh and i might say as the puppeteer um that's a that's a wonderful rose that i see in the garden and bingo they know that the next piece is to be, and the, the, there'll be a tap, and the song will begin. And the, because of that coordination, the drummer and uh, a, a a string player by the uh, by the by the name of <laughs> by the name of Sam. No, the string the string player plays an instrument by the name of Rabab called Rabab, and the metallophone player, a a metal xylophone called Gander, sits directly behind the dalang, and he is the musical kind of. Um, uh, con- con- continuity person. Uh, while the Dalang is talking, there's always this very light, uh, light music playing by by the Gander player alone. Uh, maybe the Rabab, the Gander, and the Gambang, another a, a true xylophone, wooden uh, marimba-like sound. Uh, they might play together, um, and uh, the the Dalang will sing different songs by himself to create a mood. If there's a sad mood or an energized mood or something like you have a feel like, oh, my God, there's going to be a fight, he'll sing a song that kind of represents that tension. And then they work together very closely, so they more or less know what pieces they're going to play. Once you get into the... I have to say, though, that I have to give the, a little explanation. Uh, Wayang can go on for nine hours. It's very typical in Java that they go on from about nine at night till five or six in the morning. Wow. It's a it's a long show, and it is that way because it usually commemorates some kind of special event. It's connected to ritual in some way. So, if you have a say, you know, an 80th birthday, and um, or you know, you're the middle brother and you have two sisters, there are all these different situations. Or you've had you've had triplets. Um, there are situations that need to be kind of blessed in certain ways, and there are stories that will go along with that. Marriages, of course, and um, other ceremonial activities. And then just plain entertainment. Somebody wants to thank the village for some something. They may, might make a promise that they'll sponsor a Wyong if their their child gets healthy after being sick. And um, so uh, these this is sort of the atmosphere behind them. So they can go on for a long time. Now our performance will go about two hours, so you can collapse it or expand it. 
But in the later part of the evening in a, at a Wyong, say after 12, uh, 12 midnight, when the clowns come out, <laughs> and, and the world is a little bit uh, upset at this point. It's, it's not quite settled. There's danger in the kingdom. There's trouble. There's something happening across the ocean. There are all these fixed kinds of uh, stage scenes that happen in, in shadow play. And you go through that for the first three hours, or in our case, the first 45 minutes. Um, and those songs are often, those pieces are often settled and, and uh, maybe a little bit more majestic and maybe slower. Then the clowns come out, stories happen, and the clowns say, you know, they're, on, they're in this big cosmic journey and all of a sudden the clowns are talking about, you know, everything mundane and daily that you can think of. And, you know, did you see that so-and-so painted her fingernails today and stuff like that? And, you know, watch out, he's going to fart, you know, stuff yeah. like that. All kinds of funny things happen. But the, then that's when the, there's this repartee and it gets very entertaining and the, the, the Dalang will make comments about the, um, you know, he may be, the, the, oftentimes the, the Dalang's wife is the singer and they'll banter back and forth to each other. They'll, the singer and the Dalang will make comments to each other. But usually the pieces become maybe a little faster after midnight through the morning and by the time you get to three or four in the morning, um, this is a scene this is oftentimes when there are battles going on and and a, a lot of the same pieces come back there's a there are a series of pieces that sort of set pieces that um that go from a kind of slow and regal feel to a, a kind of a mid-range speed and then finally you know all the stops come out and it's very loud and you know it's a battle and so there's all kinds of moods through it through an evening um it's it's really a pretty special performance. excerpt from a Wayang, a Javanese shadow play, one of which is going to be performed at the Michigan Union Ballroom this Saturday at 8 p.m. It's free, but you need to get tickets for the free show. They're available from the Michigan Union Ticket Office. And I should say, check with the Michigan Union Ticket Office for availability because it's coming right up very soon. We've been talking with Randall Beyer, a member of the U of M Gamelon Ensemble, also a former host of WCBN's Tsunami Dreams show, and I couldn't resist asking him about the food connection to this, because it's a food show, and he obliged. Shadow plays at Wyong are outside. I mean, they, they do some 
in a court or a more formal occasion, but in general, they occur in a neighborhood. And so they'll put up the screen right between the houses. And so street vendors will come and be there all night long. So you'll have people will set up tables and they'll have steamed milk. Actually, the, the milk, Boyolali, is a, from a mountain area of central Java where the, they raise a lot of cattle, actually. And so they get fresh milk from that and come down to Solo to sell it. Um, there'll be bread vendors and there'll be uh, nasi goreng, uh, uh, fried rice makers. And, and one recipe I wanted to tell you about was this es chendol. And uh, es, E-S, means ice. And chendol, I don't really quite know how to translate chendol. It's a sweet drink that you make with gelatinized little slimy things, uh, green, a, a green food color, and coconut milk and palm sugar. It's quite delicious. And in fact, when you first make it, the palm sugar syrup is quite heavy. It's kind of like maple syrup, but it, it's uh, opaque and it's dark and uh, like a kind of a dark brown sugar looking like maple syrup. You put that in the jar, add some coconut milk, and ice, of course, shaved ice. They have Shaved ice is a great tradition in Java. They have wonderful turning machines, these mechanical things, you know, that shave the ice. Put that in, and then they have these little jujubes made from uh, uh, natural gelatin, agar-agar, uh, or from the, the seeds from various tree nuts that are... Uh, the, te the texture of a, of a of a gumdrop, and these real slimy little droplets made from tapioca that they run through a sieve, and so the texture of eschendol is this sweet drink, but it's got stuff in it. So you get a spoon, and you eat it um, over time, you know, because it's cool. Eschendol is a real uh, a real street food marker. You can find it anywhere, but at a Wyong. Uh, there are lots of vendors with all kinds of things like this. Steamed peanuts is a big, a big deal, and the peanut vendors have little—they look like Tom Terrific tops made out of aluminum—and they whistle. So there's this whistling, and people will be there selling plastic, you know, Indonesian flags and little puppet, little miniature puppets for the kids and balloons. It's really festive. I mean, it's really a, a great atmosphere. But there's food all night, uh, just in the perimeter of the shadow play itself. Yeah. Thank you to Randy Beyer for telling us all about a traditional Wayang in Java, a version of which is going to be performed in Ann Arbor this weekend, Saturday evening at the Michigan Union Ballroom. That's at 8 p.m. Again, it's free. You need to get tickets, though, at the at the Michigan Union Ticket Office. You can find out there uh, about the availability. And just a few more things going on this weekend. As if there isn't enough great stuff going on this weekend, WCBN presents the DJ Jam Benefit. Ten of WCBN's finest DJs in an all-night DJ duel. That's going to be at the Elks Lodge tomorrow night from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. That's at 220 Sunset Road. Just before that, you can actually go to Encore Records for another WCBN event in conjunction with the Ann Arbor Film Festival. The film festival is entering its 50th season. WCBN's entering its 40th year, so we're throwing a show and film screening at Encore Records. That's tomorrow at 7 p.m. So, show and film screening at Encore Records at 7 p.m. tomorrow. 
at 10 p.m. Go on to the WCBN DJ Jam Benefit at the Elks Lodge and dance until you can't think anymore. What he said. This is WCBN FM and Arbor. Coming up next, Arbor will help us to face the music. Just want to quickly mention, I don't have the facts in yet, but in Grand Rapids during the Gilda's Laugh Fest, they were trying to set a world record for the largest collection of people wearing animal noses tonight. They were all wearing chicken beaks. I don't know the results yet. We'll have to get back to you on that as soon as we can. But in the meantime, for a little bit of uh, inspiration, here's some chicken rhythm with Mr. Slim Gaylord to get you into the next show. Keep listening to WCBN. Keep enjoying life. I've been Mike for a while. You should do that, too. Talk to you later. Hi, lads. This is Bob V. Discope telling you the things are Mellow Rooney, Vout, and Oh, Dig It. And here is a man that can dig it without asking John L. Lewis. I mean Slim Gaylord, that mad savage boy. You're on, Slim. On the floor, you move right on your way because it won't be long for the freak of me. Chicken rhythm, chicken rhythm. Isn't it? It's 7 o'clock. It's time for Face the Music. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. I'd like to say that uh, it's good that you're alive. I'm glad you're in your body this evening. We've got another roster of songs about cities and towns, or towns and cities, as the case may be. I'd like to go down to Dallas, Texas, at least for the title. This is the West Dallas Drag, played by Robert Cooper. Let's face the music on WCBN-FM. <laughs> 